Welcome to my podcast, Destinations by Deb. Join me, your host, Debbie, as I share the many destinations of me and my journey of how the hardest thing I experienced turned out to be the best thing. From my lifestyle fueled by my entrepreneurial spirit, passion for self-development, the life-changing benefits of therapy, and my boundless love for travel. I will open up about my experiences, life lessons, and insights from my perspective in hopes that it may spark something within yourself and inspire you to discover the endless possibilities that you too may implement to live your best life. Hello and happy Thursday. Today, I want to talk about something that I believe every single person can benefit from. And that is forgiveness. Have you ever stopped and thought about all of the rude, harsh, and mean things that you have said to yourself? Or still do? Even if it wasn't out loud and you just thought them? Speaking like that to yourself can have so much more of an impact on ourselves than we realize. If I would have been asked years ago if I was a forgiving person, I probably would have said yes. But I really wouldn't have been able to answer why I felt that way. That is because I really wasn't a forgiving person. I wasn't because I didn't know how to. Forgiveness has to start with ourselves. Once we learn that, we will be able to forgive others a lot easier. Now, I want to differentiate something. There's a difference in forgiving someone because it is the right thing to do versus you wholeheartedly are ready to forgive and let go. People often think that if we forgive someone, that it erases what they have done and we're just supposed to forget it. That is not true you may always remember it. Chances are you will. What will happen is that you will no longer hold on to the pain of what they did, or it will be a lot less painful. And chances are, as time goes by, it will diminish. Forgiveness can also happen without the other person even knowing. That person may not even be a part of your life anymore. And they don't have to be. You can forgive someone and they don't even have to know. Depending on the relationship that you have or don't have with them, you may not be able to talk to them or even allow them back in your life. And that could be for several different reasons. And that is okay. Whatever the case may be, you have to be able to live in a way that is right for you. Perhaps 
you would love to talk to the person and work through it, but you know that no matter how much you share, even if you don't blame them for a thing, you know it more than likely won't be received in a way that they can handle. Having boundaries for ourselves is important, especially in these types of situations. So do not feel guilty. Before I could learn to forgive myself, I had to acknowledge how I was feeling and accept that my feelings are valid, no matter what. When I started therapy several years ago, that is when I started paying more attention to my feelings. It was fucking hard to acknowledge how I, how I was feeling in different situations. I was never used to paying much attention to how I felt deep down when it was the hard, shitty feelings. I believe it is like that for a lot of people because when we grow up, we've often heard things that would indicate that we are wrong for feeling that way. I'm sure most of the time it wasn't intentional. It was more so that they didn't agree with you. However, if it comes to how you're feeling about something, then absolutely no one, and I mean no one, can tell you that you're wrong. Well, they can tell you, but just don't take that on because it's not true. They may not understand and they may not agree, but your feelings are right for you. I could go on and on about feelings and emotions, but that's not the point of this episode. It just ties into this so much. When I think back to my younger years, when I was in school, it really blows my fucking mind on some of the things that were taught to us and things like learning how to feel our feelings and identify them are not talked about at all. The younger someone is when they become aware of their feelings and know how to process them and feel them and work through them, the better off they're going to be in life. Our feelings do not have to control our lives. And that is why paying attention to them and learning about them is so important. And that came to me through a lot of therapy. I was someone who used to hold grudges for a long time. I became angry so easily. And that got worse as the years went on. I could let something so small anger me to the point where I would allow it to ruin my whole day. It could have been someone who cut me off or someone who shared something with me that bothered me and I didn't know how to handle it. I know that I'm not alone when I share this. How many times have you ever thought, I wish I could change what I said or what I did? Even though we know we can't, we all think about it at different times for different reasons. It could be because things didn't work out the way you'd hoped for, or maybe that you realized you overreacted or that maybe even you were wrong altogether. We can't take those things back. 
But do you know what we can do when we recognize it? We can fucking own it. It isn't easy, but that can help you release the shitty feelings. And that sure is liberating. Apologizing isn't always easy. And of course, it can be scary depending on how much damage there is to the relationship or perhaps the fear of it not being received. That may be a time when you need to write it down just to get it out of your system. Whether you share it with the person is totally up to you. I will always suggest talking in person if it is an option, but I totally get that sometimes it really just won't work. We all know that every human makes mistakes. Whether we want to admit it or own up to it is another story. I have learned and continue to learn and do my best to look at things through a different perspective. When I don't agree with something or someone, I now try to detach from the emotional piece because when we don't agree with each other and we try to defend it, chances are it isn't going to end well and who knows what else may become of it. Sometimes it's a lot easier to do. And as much as I still may not like or agree with that thing that someone has said or done, I always try and remind myself that I have not walked in their shoes or lived through their experiences. So I may never understand their view or agree with it, but that doesn't mean I have to make them wrong. Once I truly understood this, I learned so much about myself. What I understand now is how much our lived experiences from all aspects in our lives, from all different ages, have formed so much of our belief system. So while I may not be able to change things I've said and done, I can, however, choose to own it and learn from it and stop sitting in my shit. I love when I can connect something I have done in my life or not done and understand where it came from, why I reacted that way, why I didn't do this, why I said that, why I felt hurt. That is how my path of forgiving myself began and essentially others. I won't know their reasoning and connection to why they did or didn't do whatever it was. And I don't need to in order for forgiveness to happen. As much as I might think I have an idea as to why, I keep it to myself because sharing that will likely come across as pointing blame or it could hit an emotional trigger. And to me, that defeats everything. Some things just aren't worth sharing or talking about. It for sure is harder when it involves the closest and most important people to you, especially because you obviously know them so much more. But it is fucking freedom. Like a level of emotional freedom that is so liberating. 
How many times have you or someone you're talking to said, okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree, which I think is very helpful, especially when two people aren't going to see eye to eye, nor do they need to. The emotional freedom that I'm talking about is when you agree to disagree without the underlying emotional heaviness. You just really don't care that they don't agree with you. It doesn't make you feel a shitty way. That's what I'm talking about. Letting go of negative emotions like anger, resentment, and guilt is not easy. It will always be something that I work on. The more I learn and practice, just like anything, it does get easier. It's easier to recognize our feelings like happiness and sadness with less complex experiences with things that can be identified easily, like um, my husband bought me flowers and that made me happy. Or I'm feeling sad because my child is sick. However, when we are talking about the deep level emotions, that can still be hard for me to put into words at times. Those are the feelings that are so important to process instead of suppressing them. We are doing it without even realizing it. And the pain is just too much to handle. It was a lot more common for me to push the hard shit away because it was just easier. Or so I thought. And I believe that's true for so many people. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. Because it doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to hold on to things for your whole life. So we're naturally going to find other things to do that make us feel good. And as a child, in a large part of my adult life, for me, that was eating my emotions. And as I got older and in my early 20s, I found more things to help make me feel good, like alcohol. And then, of course, comes along social media, the internet, and that little handheld device that almost everyone has can be such an easy distraction that can be so hard to put down at times. And as much as I love TikTok, I believe we all have to have a boundary for the endless hours of scrolling that can suck up so many hours every day from our lives. I actually loved when they added in the settings where you could see how many hours you were spending on your phone and then it even broke it down into each app. That was an eye-opener for me. And that is what helped me to start decreasing the amount of time that I spent on it. And it has continually gotten better. I think it's important that people take breaks from social media. And this is a whole nother topic. But I just think it's so important but essentially scrolling social media platforms for hours on end is just a distraction and an avoidance behavior 
from all the shit we are procrastinating on or that we just don't want to deal with. I've read and heard about many studies to do with this, so I'm not making any of this up. And if you don't believe it, just Google it. You will find exactly what I'm talking about. When we put all our energy into trying to find things that will make us feel good, I believe we prevent ourselves from discovering the freedom of forgiving ourselves. I love a good party and to have a few drinks. And while I now understand how easy it can be for someone to grab a drink so they can turn off their brain and feel good, I look at so many things differently from within my own life and the world around me. Because when you turn to that thing, it just makes it worse. It keeps it in there longer. If I don't process it, that is when things can build and build and then I lose my fucking shit. So if we process things gradually and as they happen, we're not going to be the explosive bomb that some of us can be. I realize not everybody has that explosiveness in them, but I sure as hell did. I am by no means a therapist, so take this info as you will. While therapy wasn't my only tool, it was the biggest one in learning how to start forgiving myself. And as we continue to go through life, we can always practice forgiveness because as life happens, we're always going to discover and experience new things. We will also continue to make mistakes because we're fucking human beings. I believe that in this wild ride called life, we do the best we can with what we have, where we're at. It is so easy to cast judgment to someone when we don't agree or it triggers us emotionally. I know this all too well firsthand and I'm proud to say it is night and day from where I once was. Yet, I know there is room for improvement. It is good to remind ourselves that we will never see eye to eye on everything. We also don't know what that person has been through or experienced in their life. Even if we think that we have been through something similar, we have never experienced it walking in their shoes and seeing it through their lens. If I wanted the important people in my life to be able to forgive me, whether we chatted about those things or not, I had to be able to forgive others. It is a process and it gradually happens. I was a person and still somewhat am that when I do things, I want to get the result fast. But while that works for some things, it sure as fuck doesn't work when we're talking about forgiveness and understanding our internal emotional landscape. I realize that we just have to have patience and allow things to happen as time goes on. 
I can't pinpoint any one thing and say, this is the day that made me see I'm now able to forgive myself and others. No, it was not like that. It's just going to happen. You're going to recognize it. If it's something that you're working on, you will notice things in due time. I just want to quickly outline the things that I've learned and continue to work on that have allowed forgiveness to change my life. Number one, start by acknowledging your feelings. Accept that your feelings are valid, but know that they don't have to control your life. Number two, understand the situation. Try to understand the circumstances that led you to that situation. For self-forgiveness, this means recognizing your mistakes without harsh judgment on yourself. When forgiving others, it involves trying to see things from their perspective. As much as it may not always be easy, just be open to at least looking. Number three, learning from the experience. Rather than dwell on it and sit in your shit, ask yourself, how could it be different? Identify what you've learned from it. What can you take away from that experience? They aren't always easy to answer, but this is how we grow. It's going to help you from repeating the same mistake again. Number four, letting go of hard negative emotions. You have to actively work on letting go of whatever those feelings are. Oftentimes it's anger, resentment, and guilt. Some of the things that you might want to explore to help with it are meditating, breath work, yoga, or walking by yourself. Personally, I credit hot yoga and meditating regularly to have been my biggest help. Number five is self-compassion. You have to treat yourself with kindness and understanding we are human. No one is perfect. We all make mistakes. But that doesn't mean you have to shit on yourself. Give yourself the self-love you deserve. I know I have said this several times that we are human and that we all make mistakes. So I just wanted to make sure that that message was loud and clear. Number six, seeking closure. If it's possible, create a form of closure that might mean that you have a conversation with the person. And if that isn't possible, perhaps you write a letter and you don't send it. Maybe you'll rip it up, you'll burn it, or just throw it out. Doing that can help release the heaviness. And if it causes tears, don't hold them back. Let them flow. Those tears are helping you release it. Number seven is therapy, which I've shared was the biggest tool for me in learning how forgiveness was even possible. 
perhaps you've never gone to therapy or you don't have good thoughts on it. What I would like to say about that is that if there's something that you want to work through, regardless of if it's forgiveness or not, and you haven't been successful in achieving it or moving forward on your own, then I would recommend at least having an open mind about trying it. Sometimes talking to a professional can provide insights and strategies. It can be so much more difficult to see those things on our own. I'm also not saying that everyone needs therapy in order to learn how to forgive. I just think it's so important to talk about because I know that many people still do have a negative opinion about it. If you're someone that has already seen a therapist and didn't have a good experience, my advice would be to keep looking for the right therapist because successful therapy first has to start with you finding the right one who you connect with. Number eight, have patience with the process. Remember, forgiveness is a process and it can take time. You can't rush these things. You can't force them. You just have to be patient with yourself and work through your emotions and let things happen when they are meant to the way they are meant to. Number nine is releasing control. And for anyone that knows me, knows that I was a control freak. And as I have continually worked on this, it has become a lot easier. Releasing control is just another part of the process that we need to embrace. And that's why I referenced I was. It's not gone, but it's a lot better. I would like to end off with asking you this. Do you believe you are someone who has inner peace? True inner peace. Perhaps you're like me and you know that you have some, but there's still lots of room for improvement. Whether you believe you have none, a little, or a lot, what is one thing you can do each day that you will enjoy and it will help you in achieving more inner peace? I hope that something I have shared today can help you in your journey and your path in life. If you know someone that you believe might benefit from any or all of this episode, I ask that you please share it with them, whether it's to someone specific or posted to your social media. I would be forever grateful. I have one other favor to ask, and that is if you're enjoying my podcast, please go review it for me and leave me a comment. I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, guys, keep dreaming, keep growing, and keep being you. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Destinations by Deb. I hope you've been inspired 
to take the next step towards your own growth to achieve your goals, sparked by a love of learning and personal growth. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes full of my insights, experiences, and tips that may broaden your perspective. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep growing, and keep being you.